And now for something completely different. Here's what's coming up this hour on today's experience. It's fantastic, phenomenal, always fun, usually somewhat fascinating Friday as we head into the weekend. Not being afraid, even if the earth gives way or the mountains fall into the seas, because our help comes from the Lord. First, the kingdom of God is where God is king. There is a now kingdom where and when God God's will and his desire is realized. Though that's the weird that's the now kingdom. And there's a future kingdom, the where and the when when God's will and desire will be realized, not uh, realized presently, but in the future realized. The kingdom is not a flesh feeding program. Uh-oh. It's not food or drink. Oh, bummer. I'd be filled with the kingdom if it was food. It's advancements in the kingship of God. Did you hear what I said? That's what the kingdom of God is. Advancements in the kingship of God. It's based on the righteousness of Jesus Christ. It's manifested through the power of the Holy Spirit. We long for the future kingdom, but we need to carry on in the present kingdom. Next, treasures are pretty cool. We all grew up with the tales of treasure hunters trying to find gold. We grew up with pirate fantasies looking for the elusive treasure chest. Likewise, most people play the lottery trying to find wealth. Riches are an allurement. Fortune favors the bold, except when God considers of great value and what he considers of great value doesn't line up with what man believes is of great value. So we'll ask the question, what revs our engines? And finally, although we've done deep dives into the principles of judgment, some simple reminders will help us navigate through the terrain of the darkness of the enemy, the world, or the flesh, or politics, or media, or anything like that. To judge or not to judge is the question that people ask, and that's the wrong question. The question is how to judge, because you have to judge. The how to judge needs to be based on God's principles. David Spoon's life has been an experience. While growing up in a Jewish family, he made a wrong turn towards drug abuse. Then David Spoon found Jesus Christ and his life completely changed. The more he studied the gospel, the more he wanted to share his experiences with others. After 35 years of ministry, David discovered a new path of service. He joined KAAM and this radio program began. You're about to hear the David Spoon Experience. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. Here's what else we're looking at during the show. By the way, did you like that intro when I cracked on the first two or three words? That was hilarious. I thought it was great. Anyway, lessons for surviving, living, and prevailing. Those are good things. Politics, entertainment, and current events. Personal revelations. Yeah, you guys got get a lot of that from me. Spiritual observations, my life's insanities, and oive, so much more. Hey, hey, we're asking you, what do you think? Now, you can email us during the show, david at he must org. Hold on, let me check. 
Yep, nope, it's working. He must increase.org. Yep, it's working. Uh, you can email during the show, David at he must increase.org. You can text us during the show, by the way. That would be 214 210 8483. That's 214 210 8483. Two one four two one zero eight four eight three. You know, we can do it like this. Two one four two one zero eight four eight three. Okay. Uh, you can also, I don't know, it's Friday. Uh, you can also call us at 972-445-0770. What's cool about that is when you call 972-445-0770, you will have the unbelievable opportunity to say hi and talk to amazing Jen. And let me tell you what that's like. That's like sipping hot chocolate in front of a nice fire. Amazing! <laughs> that is amazing, isn't it? That sounds nice, actually. I know, yeah. I know. This is like, wow. Okay, bye! Okay, no. Okay, so that's what that is. Uh, so we want to make sure you guys have this opportunity. Maybe you've got a prayer request. Maybe you've got a praise report. Maybe you've got something you want to share. It's just something on your heart and on your mind. Maybe you're listening to this show and you're thinking, this guy's nuts. <clears throat> Get in line. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is this. If you've got something that you need prayer for, we want to pray for you. And the reason that we want to pray for you is not so that we can rack up some kind of point system on prayers. It's because we want people praying for us. We don't want people praying for me. So I'm praying for other people. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it right, do it right. You know, what a man sows that chili also reap. Fine. Let's all get involved with one another, take care of one another, bless one another, encourage one another, laugh with one another, cry with one another. Because then it's like what Jesus said about the commandment he gave, a new commandment I gave you, I give you, he said in John 13, love one another. Like, okay, there you go. That That's that's what that is, okay? And I will say this about the humor part, because I know that one Phil, I happen to like that Phil quite a bit, and it's an older, older Phil, but, but you know, about humor, you know, and, and we've, we had, you know, people wonder about that. It's like, look, you know God has a sense of humor, because of all the stuff that's happened in your life. But if you really want to understand how God has a sense of humor, just buy a pocket mirror. That's all you got to do. And look at it. <laughs> like, oh, you know what? God is funny. Okay. Uh, somebody ready to uh, question, comment, something along those lines? Annika has oh, a comment for okay. you. Okay. Send her on through. Knock, knock. This is David. Is this Annika? Yes, it is. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. I just had a quick uh, couple of comments. One was um, on your fill that you had to do with uh, humor in in talking about things of God and, and the levity and everything, and I just wanted to say I appreciate the, the corny humor, and I get a lot of mileage out of it. <laughs> This is this is our show right here. That's it. That's it right there. People come in, they have their own quips. It's just so hilarious. The other thing I wanted to bring up is um, again along the lines of um, wanting to draw in Joanne's husband through his interest in the uh, supernatural Uh extraterrestrial uh, venue. Um, Last night when I was reading through the Bible, I came across. Uh, it's John 19, 9, where Pilate, 
who would have been well-informed on Jesus' case before uh, Jesus was brought before Pilate, uh, he said uh, in several translations, it says, where are you from? Then uh, the NIV says, where do you come from? The King James Version says, whence art thou? And then it gets really interesting in the Amplified because it says, where are you from? And then in brackets, it says, to what world do you belong? Yeah, excellent, right? That's so good. Yeah. That's so good. So I thought, you know, it gets more curiouser and more curiouser is the more you delve into... Plus, you know, all the passages where um, John eighteen thirty six he says, My kingdom is not of this world, and my kingdom is not from hence. Obviously, that's King James. But he repeats it, it my kingdom's not from here, in other words. So, again, it just gets more and more interesting. But definitely, Pilate, being in the position he was in, they would not waste his time. They would have well informed him about the background of Christ. So for him to ask you know, to what world do you belong? Where are you from? You know, um, I thought it was very interesting. I think what people are, have a hard time, and this is one of the problems, this is actually a problem in the church in the sense of how uh, Jesus is taught uh, from certain pulpits. And I'm not saying everybody has this problem, but there is a definite problem where Jesus is either taught too much from the humanity point of view and not enough from the divinity or— the reverse. He's taught too much from the divinity point of view and not enough from the humanity. And the irony to that is that the scripture in Timothy makes it clear that there's only one mediator between God and men, and that's the man Christ Jesus, because he's the only one that can understand as God and understand as man. So he's, you know, it's like people are like, but, but, like, there's no but, but he's fully human, he's fully God, he represents both fully, and it's just one of those things where you think, Wow, this is beyond like we said the other day, a little bit beyond the finite, a little bit beyond the a little bit beyond our box. And it's like, yeah, that we needed somebody to help us that was beyond our box cuz by ourselves and eh, not so great. That's a, such a great observation on your part. Her one well, issue opened it's up so much. helping me because um the tendency with my upbringing and background is to not See the superiority, the divinity as being ultra uh, over, you know, just every aspect of my life and yeah. how set apart is God. And, and so in my maturity, I'm starting to wake up and go, oh, oh my gosh, amazing. <laughs> you know, this is a whole nother thing. It's a, it is amazing. You are right, though. It is absolutely amazing. And people have to understand, you know, a miracle is something that defies the normal laws. It's like, wait, the normal laws of yeah. how we pre- – wait, that's not – uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's a, yeah. And, and so, yeah, so it's um, just – it's helping me to see that that divinity – is so different. Um, I don't. I probably don't need to get into it now. But I was also looking up in Revelation last night. It talked about the raiment of white and wearing white and white robe. And so um, I thought, you know, what? So I started looking at that and in the dictionary and back and forth through all kinds of things. But 
it's interesting because white and white light, um, and it depends what you read because it was all over the map when you start going on Google, yeah. but white light, according to several sources, that's your hottest uh, light. And so you start thinking in terms of when it talks about light and the brightness and, and Moses' face, you know, and, and everything, you start realizing, yeah, God's not made like us, you know. He's just a whole different thing, a whole different nature. A little bigger, a little better. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot, a whole lot. Yeah, it's just it's been interesting because it keeps taking me into looking at more about, well, who is the person of God? And as I do, it just gets, I mean, it's like that rabbit hole, that rabbit warren just keeps going deeper and deeper, and uh, it's going under, uh, in layers and layers and layers, and you just go, oh my goodness. What's amazing is where it came from. So that all came from, uh, you know, Joanne sharing about a heartache and struggle, and from that sharing, just something as simple as, please pray for me, I've got this going on, it's really difficult, that then sparked the conversation where it came up, that then, uh, you know, kind of brought into your life this, you know, curiosity of, hey, I, I think that's a really cool thing, look at this, look at this, and since then, you've had illumination, what we really call illumination theologically, but illumination in regards to this uh, process, because God is revealing more of himself to you, and you're like going, whoa, look at this, all from a question, from a statement, from a pain, from a prayer request. Exactly. Is, is that amazing? Yeah. See, that's, see, this yeah. is what, what we need to say, that's God. See that? That, right there. Because we would never come up with a, I have a prayer request being, oh, well, that's from the Lord. (laughs) Yeah? Look what happened. Yeah, yeah. And not only that, but I'll I'll put a word in for just the old-fashioned dictionary. If I were looking up words on Google or whatever, you know, you miss out catching all these other words. And there was a word, I don't have it in front of me at the moment that it showed me that I had marked at one time and it talked about it's a term having to do with uh, heaven and it it's a, a word that describes heaven as a white fire or white light and I was like oh my gosh that's interesting you know how that it's a fascinating it's a fascinating study and, and your comments were great and you know I appreciate that it's really good insight so good job Oh, I am Tyrian, that's the word. Oh. The highest reaches of heaven believed by the ancients to be a realm of pure fire or light. Yeah. Uh, second is the abode of God and the angels and, you know, paradise, or it could be the sky. Now, I'm not, this is not, I'm not saying that's biblical. I'm just saying it's, it was an interesting word that just jumped in there when I was looking up fire, and I was like, Huh. <laughs> Heaven's been described as pure fire or light. So yeah. good job. <laughs> okay. Well thanks for letting me share what oh, I was I love learning it when last you night. share. I love it when you talk and when you call in and when you share things and, and uh and you're fantastic and you're a great blessing for the show, you and your hubby. And, and thanks a lot. You are more than welcome. Blessings to you. As well as to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right, Steve brought up, brought up a really good point. Then we'll exit from here. Steve said an interesting point is the process of one putting God into man, right, as man is created, followed by putting man into God. So it's like he's like, hey, there's a lot there. 
There is. But that's not the teaching we're going to do because we're going to exit. Because <laughs> that's what we need to do. Uh, we should exit right now. Let's do that. We'll take our break and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. Can't stand the skill. Can't stand the shield. Dr. Robert Jeffress. On hell. I had a lady one time, uh, we did a Q&A session in our church, we call Ask the Pastor. Usually I know what they're going to ask, but this lady raised her hand and she said, Pastor, if a woman is pregnant at the rapture, does that mean she will be pregnant throughout eternity? <laughs> and I paused for a second and I said, yes. It's called hell. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, there are some unanswered questions about all of this, but I do think we can know we're going to know one another. The David Spoon Experience. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at the end of the year indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can. Right here on KAAM. Bottom line is what I'm about to share with you does not, does not, does not, does not mean that churches are bad. There are a multitude of great churches. Jesus had an address to seven churches in the book of Revelation, right? Multiple of those churches were excellent. Everybody had something they can improve on, change, grow in. Only uh, two of those churches were super, super bad. The idea behind that is never take what I'm about to share is how the church is at large. This is no indictment on the church of God, the bride of Christ. Never, never, never think of the church that way. The Lord God Almighty loves the church. If you don't love what God loves, if you don't love who God loves, that's a whole separate issue that you have to deal with. You understand that? Sometimes Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM. Amen, 770, the truth station here in Texas. 
Let's do our trivia question as we uh, move forward. The blank of a good man are ordered by the Lord. The blank of a good man are ordered by the Lord. If you think you know the answer, you can call 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, send an email, david at he must org. The blank of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That's uh, what we got now. So we're going to wait on uh, the humor stuff because I'm going to kind of just rearrange a couple things because I want to do this one teaching. Uh, this is like, so I have multiple teachings on Tuesdays and Fridays. <clears throat> I give myself some freedom to teach whatever, you know, whatever. Whatever's making me think or whatever. <laughs> and this one always, uh, th- this particular passage always makes me hungrier to do better. So I want to I want to share it in a way that will be beneficial. Romans chapter 14, verse 17 says this. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So I read a passage like that, and the first thing I think of, you know, if the, thing, the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, the first thing I think of is, well, gosh, I wish it was eating. <laughs> but, but it's not, but I wish it was, but it's not, okay? And in, uh, by the way, <clears throat> in most societies, the best that anyone could ever hope for is the eating and drinking. I mean, that's that that's kind of where that comes from now. And you go into Ecclesiastes and you go to our message about two weeks ago, uh, in eating and drinking and enjoying what a person does, that's a gift from God. That's the best you can do per se. But listen to what's being said. When Jesus enters the picture, he brings to us the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is now and later. You ever eat those candies now and later? The now and laters? Eh, right? Because you're supposed to you're supposed to suck on them for a while, and then after you kind of mush them down a little, you're supposed to chew on them. <laughs> You know, that whole thing. So it's like now and later, right? Well, that's how the kingdom of God is. I know you're thinking that's crazy, but no, not so much. When Jesus did things, that was a manifestation of the kingdom now. When Jesus returns, that will be the kingdom later. The kingdom has continually functioned in a now or later, and will do so until its culmination, until we're done. So what the, what the scripture teaches us is that the kingdom of God, and the kingdom of God is where God is king. It's where the kingship of God is growing. When you pray that prayer that Jesus modeled out in Matthew 6, when you go along those lines, what he's saying is, Father, art thou in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God is God's will being done on earth the way it's done in heaven. That's the kingdom. So part of the manifestation of the kingdom of God is defined this way. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness has to do with you and I walking and reflecting Jesus. Does that mean that you always do that? Nope, I don't. I don't know about anybody else. I don't always do that. I really don't always do that between 3.15 and 4.30, Monday through Friday. Figure that one out. Uh, so my point in telling you that is it's the, it's the continual pursuit. It's not perfect, 
But the kingdom of God, the manifestation now of the kingdom of God in your life is that you reflect Jesus more and more. And you know, I mean, just be honest, you know, you know you're getting closer to the Lord when you look up to the Lord and you know there's more in you than you ever thought that needs help. That's how you know you're getting closer to the Lord, because the closer you get to the light, the more your darkness is revealed. But that doesn't stop there. And I think, unfortunately, for a lot of preaching, it does stop there. And that's quite unfortunate. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So as you know, as you look at the fruits of the Spirit, it's love, joy, and peace. I mean, peace and joy are significant components of the kingdom of God. And if we don't live in peace, we medicate. Don't, don't, there's no point in trying to, that's what people do. It doesn't matter. Well, it does matter, but it, people medicate with drugs, with drinking, with uh, activities, with people. They do it with everything. But it's because there's not a peace, that we're not at peace inside ourselves. So there's a dissatisfaction. And when the kingdom of God is being manifest in our lives, where God is king, and we're reflecting the image of Jesus, and we're walking in concert with the direction of the Holy Spirit, there is a product of peace that becomes a part of our life and a product of joy. It's not just a matter that things are calm. And by the way, the word peace really comes from the word rest. So when you hear the phrase peace of mind, it's really just rest in the mind, just to let you know. Uh, and that's why people medicate to get there because they can't get there any other way. Well, it's not just peace, but there's a joy. There's a giddy up. There's a little step. There's a hiccup in the, in the process. And you're like, yeah. I don't know if you say yeah, but it's kind of like that. And you you have that. There's a there's a, a element, a stream of happiness and joy. Uh, happiness is is momentarily is more momentary. Joy is like a long term process of gladness, and it's like that's in there, in the kingdom of God. Now think about that. Think about it. Righteousness because of Jesus, and then we reflect Jesus more and more. Peace because of Jesus, because he's the Prince of Peace. Joy in the Spirit because of Jesus, because Jesus brings joy into our lives. And all in all, that ain't too shabby. <laughs> that's, like, that's pretty good. Now, we have our trivia question I'm going to answer, but I want you to, how, well, what do I do with that? That sounds great. Dave, what do I do? Ask God to help you it grow forward or advance in his kingdom in your life through the through the righteousness peace and joy that has been given through the redeeming work of Jesus Christ and by the power of the holy spirit ask for help because when you ask you receive that's why like bro you think God's going to say no to that prayer? Come on. All right. The blank of a good man are ordered by the Lord. That would have been Psalm 37, 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. We'll take our break, and then we'll come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. Don't go anywhere.
Here we go. Let me give you an update on Easton Scott. A lot of tough stuff that my daughter and my son-in-law have been going through. Uh, I did send an email out. I don't know if, Julie, if you got the email I or did. not. I did. I sent it out to everybody. So he was going through 20 and 30 seizures per episode, and they've got that down to a dramatically less amount. But the sad news is that from a medical point of view— uh, Easton does not, it does not appear as, according to the doctors, that he will be able to speak or will be able to care for himself. Oh. And so what the result of that is, is that Julianne and Jared, my son-in-law and my daughter, have recognized that God has put them in a position to be the best parents, to love Easton Scott with all that they can and give them the best life that they can. But while that's going on, they're not going to stop believing that something can change. And the doctors even said... This is territory we don't even know. Right, because this, this is a problem that not very many people have had. So Very few. Everybody is different. Yeah, and, they're, and they're, they have like 230 total cases in the world that they have records on, which is like, so they're like, we don't know. Right. And it's like, so I, I just want to read this one thing my daughter wrote. It's a fantastic. She wrote this, uh, you know, it's not easy to sit there and write a Facebook post that tells all the things you've been going through. And so I'm not going to read everything, but I'm going to read the last paragraph because I thought that was really significant. She wrote, scientifically, Easton does not have much of a chance. His best case scenario is he may possibly be able to walk and say three to five words one day. But God can help him. He's not afraid of impossible odds. And if Easton is healed one day, there will be no question as to where it comes from. It will not be because of therapy. It will not be because of medication or diet. It will be because of God's undeniable healing power. So in the meantime, we choose to raise a hallelujah and trust in God. Ladies and gentlemen, that is faith. Now, the the idea that it's going to be simple and everything's going to be great and they're trying to make pie in the sky, that doesn't exist at all. If you read this, and, and I think Wonder Julie can attest to it, she tells you this is ugly. This, right. this is a, not a good situation. It's going to change our lives. He's never going to be able to be unattended. It doesn't look good. And, you know, as a parent, you're heartbroken. They have two other children. They don't want to have any loss in their communication with their kids, but they're going to have to give extra attention. They were going to have a fourth child. They're not sure they're going to do that now. So you got a lot of things in play. But what you can't deny is that my? I, I will take. I won't take credit, but I'll stand in there as a grandparent and as a parent and say, what a fantastic position of faith that my daughter has grown into. She has made the determination that she will do the best that she can as a human being to give this child the best life she can, and she will not quit hoping. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here's your next trivia question. Get ready. After we ask this trivia question, we're going to send you to the websites. Just get ready for all this. Who said, this is the Old Testament and not a very nice person. Who said, every son that is born you shall cast into the river, and every daughter you shall save alive? Who said that in the Old Testament? If you think you know the answer, 972 445 
You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, David, at hemustincrease.org. Jenny is pow-pow number one on that one. Very nice work there. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to send you up to the website. Uh, just remind you, it's the same website address. It's just a new-looking site. So there's no change in what the thing is. And then the other thing to remind you about, I'll just keep this really nice and simple. Many, 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 many. If you can't figure that out, I can't help you. Uh, please check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Okay. Now, obviously, I think most people can understand that sound was water skiing. I think most people would know. Yeah, it it sounded like water skiing a little. No? Okay. Never mind. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Somebody ready to answer trivia questions? (laughs) Send them on through. (laughs) Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? Knock, knock. Shabbat shalom. Hey, my brother. How are you? Hey, good. Awesome. Good. I'm glad you said good. See, that's like, yes, that's a good statement. Good. You're doing good. (laughs) There you go. just came out from the doctor's office. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm out. He didn't. He didn't. Do, you know that old joke where the doctor goes. Uh, he sits out. He goes. Okay. He goes. I got to tell you, you've got five. And the guy goes five. Five. What? And the doctor goes four. <laughs> Three. That's like yeah, five. Okay. Anyway, uh, who said every son that is born you shall cast into the river, but every daughter you shall save alive. That was a maniacal king of Egypt. That is correct. What do we call him? Uh, Pharaoh. That is correct, sir! <laughs> and in this case, we'll call him the bad Pharaoh. Because <laughs> he's just not a good one. He was a bad one. So, awesome, brother. Awesome. It's great to hear your cool. voice. You sound good. You sound better. So, I mean, that's important. Good. Hey, I want to keep asking our, our audience to keep praying for our missionary friend. Her yep. visa still hasn't she heard back from the U.S. consulate. So just keep praying that she would get next week her visa so she could come for her conference. You got it. I'm going to tell everybody. Let's just pray that real fast. Let's do it together. Father, we come before you right now. Cool. As an audience, we just ask you to open doors where these doors seem to be closed shut. Now, if you've got purpose behind that, we're not trying to override that, Lord, but we're asking that if the enemy is standing in the way that you would cast him to the side and open up doors for opportunity for people to be able to be uh, sharing the gospel, but also to be refreshed and strengthened and just pray for your grace in their lives. We pray for your mercy in their lives. And what we'd love to hear is just a testimony of how you got involved and how uh, you helped them in this situation. Thank you for uh, our brother caring and loving. We ask you to bless him in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay? All right. Got him? We probably lost him, and then he probably called back. That's fine. Okay. All right. We love you, brother. All right. Where are we at? Uh, oh, we got to do uh, history. We have to do history? Okay, history. What do you want to do? You can answer the phone, and then I can wait and do history. See? See, this is what's great about live radio is there is no brilliance. We're just doing the best we can. That's all it is. Okay? I mean, it's just like you're watching. 
Well, I'm not going to say you're watching political speeches because that's really that's not the best you can do. You can do better than that. You can eat a popsicle. I'm going to give you that one. All right, so uh, let's go. We'll go ahead. Is that good? Is he all good? What's Sam, right? Yeah, okay. That's what they call him. All right. See, this is why Jennifer is – she's the consummate pro. You guys just don't understand. I just – I'm not even going to go into But I, I have a message to pass along. Okay. He did hear it, so he thanks you okay. for the prayer. Okay. That's good. The call did drop. Okay. Technology. It, technology. You know, you can't live with it. You can't live without it. That's what my mom said about me. Uh, okay. Let's do our history. Let's go ahead and fire away on history. Let's go All right, uh, on this day, this would actually be VJ Day, Victory Over Japan. That is, uh, it's actually got three different dates. This is one of the dates. Today is also National Blueberry Popsicle Day. I am in favor of that. I like blueberry. Have you ever had a blueberry popsicle? I don't think I have ever had one. Oh, see, that's El Delicioso right there. I have to try it. You have to try it. It's also World Coconut Day. I'm just going to let that go and... Uh-oh. Let that, just let that be there. You're not I, a fan of coconut? Oh, no, I love coconuts, oh, but okay. I, I just don't know what to do with that. I mean, have you ever have you ever had fresh coconut, like on an island? Like where they no. Come? Oh, see, that's different. See? Mm-hmm. That's Is it better? Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's 1969, the first ATM automatic teller machine was installed on this day. Hmm. And then uh, two other things. Uh, 1995, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame opened up in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. Okay. But why is it in Cleveland? Because the uh, DJ, Alan Freed, he coined the term rock and roll, and he's from Cleveland. See, I did not know that. I, I am a nerd. It, I, I, I thought it was because nobody wanted to visit Cleveland. That could be true. I still feel that's true in my heart. And then in 1901, Theodore Roosevelt said his famous quip, remember, speak softly and carry a big stick. Okay. <laughs> I'm just moving that to the side, folks. Let's get into the next teaching. How's about that? That's, that's probably uh, a good idea. We'll do our comedic stuff later. This is called Treasure Hunt. Okay. All right. That's right. It's Friday. I'm having fun. Treasure hunt. Oh, yeah. Don't forget to check out on the website at the bottom, 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 bottom of the front page. You know, Josh is doing that thing. Oh, yeah. I forgot to tell Jennifer. We're going to be writing a commercial. I'm going to, I mean, I wrote a commercial this morning, and I'm going to need your help with it. It's a major one. It's like my best one ever. So I'm excited. Uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 34. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Where your treasure is, there your heart is. Okay? This is really simple. Ready? What do you treasure? What do you treasure? Just, all you got to do is think to yourself for a second. I mean, just to see, you know, I, I can't answer this for you. But if your treasure, where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. You have to answer that. What What is it that you and I treasure? Some people treasure treasure. That That's what they think is important. Some people live their lives for money. Of course, you know, you brought nothing in, you've taken nothing out. So that's just a reality check. You can't change that part, right? And then you have to understand that, that with that, what we treasure is what is important to us. And that is that that's really the question 
that we are answering when, when we when we look at that passage. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So what's important to us? And a great way to figure that out is what's important to us. Ready? Ready? This is just practicality. This is practical stuff. Is where do we center or where do we focus or where do we find our energy? Of all the things that you go through, think about this for a second. Of all the things you go through, okay? And I'm not I'm not just talking about, hey, it's a football game because you get excited about that and there's nothing wrong with that. But where at the center of who you are, what gets you go? What gets you moving? What gets you going? For me, it's somewhere between some of the stuff I get to share on the radio show, some of my prayer time, but probably mostly my Bible time. That's what gets me going. That's just gets to just, you know, I was reading today, came across something I'd never seen before. And I've read the Bible so many times, like, whoa. I mean, it just fires me up, gets me rolling. And why that's important is for all of us to understand that. Jesus wants our treasure to be him, to be the kingdom of God, to be the people of God, to be the purposes of God. I've said this to you before, and I I will say it again, and I'm semi-hesitant to share it, but I'm going to do it anyway. And that is, you know, there's times where I I see the stuff that's going on in television. I see what the different websites are saying. I see all of them, not just just the right websites. The, the conservative ones, the right-leaning ones, but the left ones, uh, the ones that claim to be in, independent, all that other stuff. I see all that stuff going on. You don't think I want to get up on a, on a, on a rooftop and sh- shout about that and so on and so forth? But one of the things I find is that when I get involved in that, I get more angry than I get God-focused. So it doesn't give me energy. It kind of feeds my, my – not you, me – feeds my flesh a little. It was like, you know, because most people like competition. You want to win. But when I do kingdom stuff, I am marveled. I'm like, whoa. You know, I mean, here, I'll drop the smallest thing for you and just give you this idea, and then we'll, we'll, we'll break on this. So, you know, the rich young ruler? And he came to Jesus. It's in Matthew, Mark, and Luke. He, uh, uh, he came to Jesus, and he said, on well, two of the translations, what must I do to inherit in life? And the other one was, you know, what must I do to, to, to get eternal life and so on and so forth? It dawned on me. Just listen to what I'm saying. It dawned on me. There's a high possibility, a high probability that you know how that guy got rich? He probably got that money because he inherited it because that's why he said, how do I inherit the kingdom? Because he already inherited money. Because he was a rich, young ruler. I know you're, you're thinking, well, it doesn't definitively say that. I know. But just meditate on that. And it's like, that's the openness that Scripture can bring. It's like, yeah. See, if you've ever gotten an inheritance, you would really understand that. Like, oh, yeah. that Oh, that makes sense. Well, I inherited this. How do I get that? Right. Right? See, that, that moves me. That's the energy. That's the treasure. What is your treasure? What gets you going? Not what gets you angry. My children doing stupid things. That gets me angry. <laughs> but, but, get it? Okay. Get it? Okay. Did you get that? Okay. Uh, we're done? We're going to take a break? Yeah. Okay, let's take a break. I'm losing it. Uh, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. 
Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassadors Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry, no parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Woman walks into window and sues for injuries. <laughs> Play that again. <laughs> Apparently now, being moronic entitles you to sue. Uh, Here's the problem. The person walked into a window and sued the restaurant owner because there was a window there. I want to say two things. One, my dog has more common sense than that because my dog stops at the window and waits. And number two, I guess with the $100,000 the woman is trying to get, she can buy a sensor that goes off and she can wrap it around her forehead so that whenever she's going to come close to an object, it will beep for her. What do you think? That's a good one. The David Spoon Experience. Who is David Spoon? I have no idea. People have asked me about the David Spoon Experience. They wanted to know what I thought of him. Like any person searching for answers, I have wondered about him. He was born and raised Jewish, and after intense drug use, became a Christian. He's married to his best friend, Noel has three children, seven grandchildren, plus two dogs named Levi and Bert. He has three separate ordinations from three different denominations and is a summa cum laude for his B.A. degree in ministry and leadership, as well as a master's degree in theological studies and a doctorate in strategic ministry. He has a weird sense of humor and talks a lot. If people are seeking wisdom and insight from the great teachers around the world, would they go to David? Nah, I don't think so. And those big ears really don't help him. But would they enjoy his perspective on life, culture, politics, food, sports, local and national news? I don't know. I guess people will have to listen to find out. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas. Here's your last trivia question. It's a little tougher. It's a little tough. Not, not a ton tougher, just a little tougher. Uh, in what book of the Bible do you find the following words? In my father's house are many mansions. In my father's house are many mansions. Okay. All right. Uh, if you think you know the answer, you can uh, call us, 
888-214-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. As well, you can send an email, david at hemustincrease.org. You have to be uh, merciful to me on Fridays because I just tend to enjoy Fridays uh, quite a bit, okay? Because, you know, then I get some extra time with my wife and, you know, cheat meal kind of thing. It's just like one of those better days. Okay, so that's the trivia question. The trivia question. (laughs) Aunt Deb has answered this way. I just want to point out what she said. She wrote, <clears throat> Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. <laughs> nice coverage. Uh, <clears throat> if you think you know the answer, reach out to us. Uh, where where did uh, Jesus say, what book did Jesus say, in my father's house are many mansions, which already tells you it is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Okay, there you go. Uh, 972-445-0770, 214 or send an email, david, at hemustincrease.org. Let's pray for our nation. I don't think I have to explain why, but you're, you might have some questions after I pray, after I do this teaching. So just hang with me, and let's just pray real quickly. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up the United States of America. We love our country. Thank you for our country. Thank you for the country you've given us. But, Lord, we're watching the country, and we think from many uh, aspects it's uh, slipping into unrighteousness. It's not slipping, Lord. It's kind of like falling flat on its face into unrighteousness. And we ask for your forgiveness. We ask that you have mercy. We ask that you—we petition you to have grace. I I don't even— I just pray, Lord, that the leaders, I don't care if it happens right this second, I don't care who's in office, that they would be in reverence to you, that they would fear you and make decisions based on your truth, your wisdom. And Lord, if we don't have those kind of leaders, please give us those kind of leaders. Lord, as we look at this, as we evaluate it, this is a non-righteous element rising because it's all contrary to your word. We ask you to have mercy on our country and establish your truth and your word in our country. Once again, we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so we do have somebody that's going to answer a trivia question. We'll do that, and then we'll go into the final part of the teaching, and you'll understand when we get there why uh, I set it up that way. Uh, Let's go ahead and send them through. Knock, knock, this is... That's a dial tone. You know what's funny about the dial tone? Let me just, I got to tell you, since, since you're all hearing the dial tone, I, I'm going to tell you a joke I used to do with my mom, and I, I, I'm serious about it. I did it all the time. And so my mom, she was a classic Jewish mom, and you would call, and she would call you, and she would say, you you never call, you know, you, you never you never want to know what's going on, da, 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 this is for real, all real legitimate stuff. And then you'd say, all right, mom, what's going on? And she would say, don't ask. Because that was my mom. And then I would say to my mom, Mom, my voice is going to sound strangely like a dial tone, but you just keep talking. <laughs> that used to get her so mad. Anyway, uh, subversion ready? <laughs> okay, send them on through. Let's try it again. Knock, knock. This is David. Who am I talking to? <laughs> straight to. <laughs> okay. When they call in, just send them straight through. 
Well, it's it's Joy Ann, and she says so she's in oh, like North she Oklahoma. Is, she's in no, she's I think she's in Montana or something like maybe somewhere in Missouri or something. And she's out there trying. And I she told me she's like catching little bits, and she's gone the whole week. And so I, we're going to give her a chance because I know what's going on. She's out of town, and this is her just trying to get through. We're going to do our best. Here it is. Here's the here's the handoff. Here here it goes. Let's see. Everybody, be in prayer. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Hello. Hello, David. <laughs> Dr. David, this is Joy Ann, and I'm calling from Northeast Oklahoma. I've been listening on the KAAM app, so I'm sorry for those rough calls. Forgive me. <laughs> that is okay. Oh, get it? Okay for Oklahoma. Uh... Oh, thank you. <laughs> How you doing? Are you you going to answer the trivia? Yes, sir. And I'll give a quick praise. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's go, fire away. In my father's house are many mansions. Where is that? Well, of course, it's in the book of John. Yes, book that book is John. correct. <laughs> Excellent job. You got a praise report? Yes, thank you. So Monday, I called and asked you all to pray for my 45th um, ORU Nurses Reunion, which has been so fantastic. We've been in the Brampton, Missouri area. And so for um, this past hour and a half, I've been listening to you en route from Springfield uh, to Tulsa. And it's just wonderful to have the app and hear everything. I've loved, uh, loved Annika's call and first-time caller John and Ace and um, Samson. So I feel like I'm home with family, even though I'm up here in beautiful Oklahoma. So thank you for praying. We had such a fantastic time of fellowship. We nurses, we wept, we cried, we prayed together. So, David, thank you for praying for us. Thank, thank the audience. It was just so refreshing. Awesome. So, Excellent, excellent phone call. Very, very good. Wonderful to hear from you. Thank you. Y'all have a wonderful weekend, Labor Day weekend. God bless. You too. Thanks again for everything. You got it. Bye-bye. 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 What's awesome about that phone call is I don't even have to pay her $20 for that. That's just no, it's just a freebie. <laughs> It's always good. Yeah, this was the thing, folks, is when you hear from somebody that you know has been a part of the show and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, it's, it's the weirdest, weirdest radio show I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay, here's the deal. I'm going to do this in two minutes. Why? Because it doesn't take much more than that, okay? Look, there's a lot of stuff going on in our nation, okay? And when somebody says to you, oh, well, you can't make any judgments because you're a Christian. Luke chapter 12, verse 57, unfortunately, doesn't get as much play as Matthew chapter 7, verse 1 through 5. You know what Luke 12, uh, 57 says? And why do you not judge for yourselves what is right? Yeah, you don't hear that taught very often. How about this one? John 7, 24, do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. You know what, scripturally? Christians are required to judge. It's the way that we judge. We need to judge according to 
God's standards, not according to our personalized standards. And you think, well, well, isn't when you when you read the Bible, isn't that your personalized standard? When every person who studies and reads the Bible who's worth an inch of salt in honesty can recognize that God is a God of life, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that God is pro-life. He's the one that created life. It's like the dumbest thing ever. And so you listen to these people, and you just go, you're, you're just, like, oblivious. You're, like, crazy. I mean, somebody had a bumper sticker that said, there's no white people in the Bible. It's like, really? You never heard of, the, of the, this country called Rome? It's like, what's, <laughs> what is going on with these people? So here's what I'm trying to get at. 1 Corinthians 6, 2 through 3 says this. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent for to try trivial cases? Do you not know that we are to judge angels? How much more than matters pertaining to this life? That's 1 Corinthians 6, 2 through 3. I want to know what magazine in the media that's on where it says you have to judge. And the, the bottom line is I'm going to use the same standard that you should use and we should all use it. God has made his of his position known. It's between Genesis 1-1 and goes to Revelation 22-21, and that's where your position is found, in God's word. And when people do things that are bizarre, you ask God to change the way these things are. You participate, but you ask God to have mercy, just like Ezra and Nehemiah just like he did when he sent Jesus Christ to save us. Okay? All right. We're done for the show. We will be talking to you in an extra time because we're going to be off on Monday. You've been listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the true station here in Texas. Have an awesome weekend. Views expressed in the preceding program were those of the speakers and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors.